I am Dr. Heather Moore, and I am the owner of Total Performance Physical Therapy. Tonight, we are going to go over the top three exercises for a pinched nerve. Now, as I just um, kind of caught my students off guard and asked them this question, their response to me is, well, where is the pinched nerve coming from? And I think that that is probably the biggest problem that people have with, with pinched nerves is they will Google a pinched nerve. So a nerve issue usually has some sort of numbness and tingling component to it. So a lot of times the traditional course of action is you go to your doctor and you get an MRI and it'll come up as a herniated disc, a bulging disc, a pinched nerve. There's about a thousand words for the same thing. What happens is, is that even though that MRI is showing a irritation or showing a bulge, it may not actually be irritating the nerve or it may not be the cause of the irritation. So before we kind of go through these three exercises, you really want to make sure that you know the diagnosis. A lot of times the diagnosis is a muscle. It's a muscle entrapment somewhere. It's a muscle irritating the nerve somewhere. So even though there might be a, a bulging disc uh, on the MRI, 70% of us have them. Uh, I have a, quite a few on my back. I don't have any back pain whatsoever other than if I'm up on my feet and um, you know working with people with my hands all day. But other than that, I really have no back pain. So it's really, really, really important to get an accurate diagnosis. What shows up on X-ray and MRI is not always going to be the cause of your problem. It may be contributing to your problem. It may not be contributing to your problem. So just be aware, we're going to go through some three um, exercises. If you have a, a lower back, a lumbar, uh, pinched nerve, the bulging disc, but just know that these exercises may not help you because they, the disc or the nerve being pinched may need a little bit of uh, different exercises depending on exactly why it's being irritated. So if you're having numbness or tingling in your feet or toes, first of all, you do want to get that checked out by uh, a professional very quickly because that's not something you want to mess around with. That means nerve. That can eventually mean muscle loss. So you want to take that seriously. But also, it's important to figure out exactly what's going on. Um, so tonight, the, the, the three exercises we're going to start with is the first one is we're going to start with repeated extension or repeated flexion. So a lot of times, if it is a nerve coming from the disc in your back, so I'm just going to write this down, and I, at this hour, have a hard time doing two things at once. So we're going to write repeated flexion or extension. If you have a pure disc problem, meaning your nerve is irritated coming from the disc, these exercises you're actually going to feel a lot of relief from. If you have a muscle involvement, if your nerve is being irritated by the muscle, chances are these are not going to help you. They may. And let me just say something before we go on. Most nerve issues that I see have more than one component. So while the x-ray, excuse me, the MRI may show a bulging disc, and once I put my hands on somebody, I find that there's muscle involvement, it's usually the two things combined that cause the pain, that cause the irritation. So we got to attack both things. So if you feel relief with this, it means that there is some sort of, of nerve involvement. There is some sort of nerve 
uh, bulging disc that's irritating the nerve. So the first one we're going to go through is repeated extension. So all you're going to do is you're going to put your hands on your hips. Some may choose to put your hands flat on your back and you're just going to lean back and look at the ceiling nice and easy and come back up. Now Jason has no back problems clearly so he's able to bend very far. This is not normal for someone who has a back problem. So you may only get halfway to where he is. So don't look at this video and say, you know, this is where you need to be. Even if you can't get that far, it doesn't mean that there's a back problem. But if you get relief, if you do that 10 times nice and slow, now he did it slow and that's exactly how you want to do it. Take your time, go all the way and then come back up. If you do that 10 times nice and easy, and you find that it decreases some of the numbness or some of the irritation, you want to go ahead and do that a couple times a day, all right? You do want to do 10 repetitions at least, all right? You don't want to do it for five minutes. Uh, so usually we recommend 10 minutes a couple times throughout the day, three, four times a day, whenever you have time to really stand and take that posture and not rush through it. Don't rush through that because you can wind up irritating something a little bit more. The next thing is, just the opposite. So this one is a little bit less popular. Um, usually discs bulge in one certain way and that what Jason just showed you is what fixes it. But this sometimes is called repeated flexion. We're going to go the other direction. Sometimes our disc does slip the opposite direction. So here he's going to slide down and then he's going to come back up. Again, that is a very healthy back. All right. We don't ever see that come into the clinic. Most people are only going to make it down to about their knees before pain's going to set in or they're going to get a little numbness and tingling. Okay. But again, I wanted to see, I wanted you to see the rate of speed that he used. And if you can go all the way down, you know, do so. But if you go down and you start to feel pain, stop where you start to feel pain and come back up. So don't be, don't be trying to touch the floor and push through a lot of pain to do so. This is the same thing that we did on the other side, or excuse me, as we went into extension, you want to do 10 repetitions, nice and easy. If you don't notice any change in your numbness and tingling, then disregard that exercise. All right. But again, don't push through the pain in order to be able to do this exercise. If you can't bend forward at all without any pain, you're done. Okay. And the other thing you don't want to do is you don't want to collapse your back. Okay. Notice that as Jason bent forward, he was on a hip hinge. So he was bending at his hips, sliding his arms down. Okay. Nice flat back right there. All right. That's what you're looking for. If you are slumping over and slumping down, you're actually doing a very big disservice. So you want to make sure that you are keeping a nice flat back, stomach tucked back in, and then you're just going to go and bend forward. Second exercise you can do for a pinched nerve is the seated figure four. Now this one is one of my favorites. We give this exercise out all the time because this can be helpful for almost any diagnosis that we see because the hips are often overlooked and you can do this very discreetly in your chair at work. So you're going to sit in a chair, feet flat on the floor, sitting up nice and straight. You're going to take an ankle and you're going to cross it over a knee. Now, a lot of you may feel a stretch right here. You're going to feel a stretch. Some, some will feel in the groin. You're going to feel it in the glute, in the hamstring, in the back sometimes. Wherever the muscle is tightest, 
that's where you're going to feel the stretch first. After that, if you get into this position and it feels comfortable, you're going to want to sit up nice and straight, and then you're going to bend forward at the waist, okay? Again, this is not a slump. You're not going to slouch forward. You're not going to crumble over yourself. You're going to go as far forward as you can, nice and easy, until you feel a good stretch. Now, if you get sharp pain, numbness or tingling going down your legs, you want to stop this, okay? But if you can sit here nice and easy and, and allow yourself to stretch, you want to hold it 30 seconds and you want to do six each side. Now, if you're sitting at work and you just want to leave your leg like that and let gravity do its job, by all means, you can sit there for a couple minutes. You do want to change a little bit because it does get a little bit uh, irritating if you wind up in, a, in the same posture for a long period of time. But this is a great stretch. It's also a great way to figure out if there's something going on. Uh, if you do this and you bring one leg up and one knee is like up here and one knee is flat like this, your knee should be flat like this. This is a normal hip, nothing going on in the hip socket. So many people I see when I give them or assign this to them to do at work and we practice it in here, they have to like grab their pant leg to pull their leg up. They have to, uh, you know, their knee is like up here. We see a lot of variations of this. This is how this should look. If it doesn't look like this, there's something going on. Maybe not even in your back, could be in your hips. A lot of times it's all interconnected. So one is causing the other, the other one's causing the other one. So this is a really good stretch to do. Again, it's gentle. You can do it a few times a day. All right, so try and do this six sets, 30 seconds each side, at least once a day. Great one to do at work. The final one we're gonna go through is a little bit of a variation like that. We call this one the standing pigeon. So you're gonna find a table. Now I'm sure all of you have high-low tables that go up electronically in your house. If you don't, find a countertop. Uh, so, meet dysfunction. So this is not supposed to look like this, all right? So notice on the other side how his leg went flat and it was nice. This we have to kind of say, Jason, do you have any back pain? Do you have any hip pain? Something's going on here. We need to dig a little bit deeper. This is how a lot of people look. So I, you know, I'm giving Jason a hard time, but this is actually a lot of people who come in for help. Now he's not here for help, that's why I'm giving him a hard time. But a lot of people who come in with dysfunction, back dysfunction, are gonna notice this. So this is not normal. Now, do not push your knee down. Do not take your hand and push this all the way down. You're gonna tear a whole lot of stuff you don't wanna tear. What you're gonna do is you're just gonna let it sit like that. Let gravity do its work, okay? Jason's probably not ready to go right into this position. He would probably do really well with sitting in that figure four position like we just showed you for like five minutes, allow gravity to open up that hip a little bit so to make this stretch a little bit easier, all right? But never, 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 never push this knee down. Let gravity go to it, okay? Now, if, if this was a nice flat knee and we were on the table, We'd ask Jason to stand up nice and straight and then lean. Again, you're hinging from the hips right here, okay? It's not a slump, it's a hinge. So you wanna get that nice low back stretch. You wanna get that nice hip stretch. If you, get, if you experience any numbness or tingling, 
you want to stop immediately. If you experience any pain, you want to stop immediately. Now, he probably cannot stand in that posture any longer than that. All right? So that's why he came out of it. You're going to get the same feeling. It will start to pinch. It will start to be uncomfortable. At that point, you just come out of it. Okay? Reset. Do the other leg. Then switch back. Again, that's a really good way to figure out maybe there's something going on. Now, if you don't have pain, it might just be an anomaly, but a lot of times that's associated or that's a precursor to something that's going to happen. So as I said in the beginning, tonight we went through three kind of more generic exercises uh, that are the best for pinched nerves, but it's really important that you figure out the diagnosis. Where is that nerve irritation coming from? And we will offer a free exam. I will put the uh, link in the comment section so you can take advantage of it if you have been diagnosed with a bulging disc. If your MRI said anything about herniations and you've been told, oh, it's pain management or it's medications or it's surgery, a lot of times it's not. A lot of times it's just finding out exactly where that nerve is being held up so we can go in there and actually fix it without having to do any of that stuff. Thanks so much for tuning in. And